Hey everyone, welcome at a new episode of Stephen's Week, your weekly update on marketing and technology. This is episode 211, and it's also the first episode of the seventh season already of Stephen's Week, season seven. So thank you guys for being with me here week after week. Um, I'm back after my summer break. I had a wonderful time with my family, had some time to look for new inspiration, create some new content that I'm going to be sharing here in the next couple of weeks. And, and of course, I hope you guys had a wonderful summer as well. But from now on, I'm going to be back every Friday again with an update on what happens in the world of technology and customer experience. And in this first episode of the new season, I'm going to talk about the rise of NFTs among corporate brands. I'm going to talk about a new milestone in the battle between Amazon and Walmart. And of course, I'm going to spend some time talking about the Tesla bot. Welcome in this new episode, everyone. Let's talk about NFTs again. I've been talking quite a lot about them in the past couple of months. Uh, it, and in the beginning, it was much about the hype, and it, it's still a hype, but in the beginning, it was about the tweet of Jack Dorsey that got sold. We had a lot of art that was being sold online. Now we're in a new phase with the NFTs, and we're still in a hyped kind of world, but it's still early stage. And even though it's early stage, you're starting to see how some brands, some big brands are trying out what they can do. They're experimenting. Like last week, um, Coca-Cola created this virtual jacket and they were selling it online. You could buy that virtual uh, virtual jacket. You could become the sole owner of it. And um, they, they raised money for charity. So it was for a good cause. And someone actually paid 575000 US dollars for that virtual jacket of Coca-Cola. So a huge fan that also wants to give back to society, but still it's, it shows how far people are willing to go to buy a virtual asset. And more and more brands are playing with it. I'm talking about playing with it. Let's talk about Mattel. They have this brand called Hot Wheels, little toy cars that people, that children like to play with, but also diehard fans like to collect them. Right? It's, uh, they're collectibles. Now they created virtual Hot Wheels. So you could buy your own virtual car and there's scarcity. Yeah? There are only a few of them and you can get them. And I was looking on the site and I saw that, you know, one of them was, was sold last week for four eaters. So if you know that one Ethereum is, is right now about 2,700 US dollars, you can see the prices that people are willing to pay for these collectibles that brands put out there. But this is a first step. Huh? The, the, the scarcity and the collectible part is one thing that NFTs can do. I think the big game changer for NFTs linked to customer experience will be about unlocking new benefits for customers. So an NFT can hold a smart contract. So if you buy it, you can unlock certain benefits. Uh, for instance, if you bought the NFTs of um, Kings of Liam, their new album, you had access to front row seats on all of their concerts and you paid an extra amount of that, you became the owner of a virtual asset. And it wasn't just the virtual album. It also gave you those extra benefits. And, and this is where the future can be found. Uh, this is where brands can play a role in the world of NFTs. If you have a highly engaged community, you can get them even more engaged and you can create a new set of engagements. And I think that's going to be the field where many, many brands are going to move into in the next couple of years. 
I'm sure you all seen it that Elon Musk a couple of weeks ago he announced that Tesla would launch a Tesla bot, a household robot that can help you to empty your dishwasher. Basically what they want to do is create a bot, a robot that helps you with everything that you do in your house that is repetitive, dangerous or boring and you can outsource that to a robot. So a new step in um, digital tools helping us out in our day-to-day -day life. And, and some people will say, hey, this is really a crazy idea. And it probably is. And it's probably Elon Musk again, who's promising things that he will never really fulfill, or at least it will take some time. But if you, if you look back at the evolution of Tesla, that's where the interesting part is. At Tesla, we used to call that an automotive company. Um, after that, we call it a software company. And today, Elon Musk actually said that Tesla is a robotics company and an AI company. And this is the evolution that we've seen in the past couple of years. First, people were into digital. Every company had to become a digital company. Then every company had to become a mobile company. Today, we're in this third phase of digital, which I described in my book, Customer's Day After Tomorrow. We're in this third phase where every company is becoming an AI company. And by launching this robot, or at least the concept of this robot, you see how Tesla is looking at its own offering and its own positioning in a completely different way. And I think other organizations should think about that as well. What does it mean if our organization becomes an, an AI first kind of organization? What kind of services and new kind of benefits will we be able to create for our customers? That was the reflection that I had when I looked at the, the launch of the Tesla bot. The New York Times released an article last week in which they reported that for the first time, Amazon is bigger than Walmart in terms of consumer sales. Uh, last year, people, consumers, you and me, we've spent 611 billion US dollars on Amazon and Walmart had a sale, a revenue of about 520 billion US dollars. Uh, it was quite difficult for the journalists to figure out how much money Amazon was actually making on consumers because it's very, yeah, it's a little bit of black box if you look at their results, but they figured it out. And now for the first time, Amazon is actually selling more than Walmart. Um, I'm not sure if they will like it because Jeff Bezos, when he was attacked by the government saying that he had a monopoly, he always, you know, pushed the ball back and said, you know, Walmart is, is much larger than us, so we're definitely not in this monopoly situation. So if they actually move to this number one position, a line of defense towards the government is certainly broken. And probably they're going to have even more focus on, on their organization in terms of regulation. So I'm not sure if they're that happy with it, but there's no way back. And it's going to be very hard for Walmart to catch up. Uh, out of that 500 billion US dollars that they, that they make every year, there's still only a minority that is done online. Uh, if you compare that with Amazon and if you look at the growth rates that we still have in e-commerce, the difference will only become larger in the next couple of years. So guys, this was my new update. I hope you enjoyed it. Please like the video if you did, share it with your friends, with your family, with your colleagues. Subscribe to the channel if you didn't do so already. And I hope to see you again in a new episode of Stevens Week next Friday. Take care, everyone. Bye-bye.